everyone! Welcome back to this week's episode of the Bear in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Katie Nord. Let's get started. All around the world, people communicate in many different ways, some that we may have never even heard of. There's over 7,117 languages on Earth, and I barely know two of them. Living in a world that revolves around communication, finding new ways to learn and grow as people starts with stepping outside of your comfort zone. Learning about a new language or culture can begin the journey of discovery and welcome you into communities full of interesting people. Sofia Alvarez, a student here at UNC, is here today to talk with us about all things language and culture. As someone who's very interested in language learning, I'm really excited to share this conversation with you, and I think you, the audience, will really enjoy what Sophia has to say. First off, I'm going to have you introduce yourself. Just tell me what year you're in at UNC, your education interests, anything you'd like the listeners to know. My name is Sophia Alvarez. I'm a senior at UNC. My major is elementary education with a CLD endorsement. I'm currently in my second practicum and hope to start student teaching next semester. I work for UNC Catering, and I am treasurer and secretary for Mass Society on campus. For those who don't know, September 15th began Hispanic Heritage Month. In your own words, how would you describe the celebration, the importance, and how you and your friends and family celebrate together? The importance of Hispanic Heritage Month is to celebrate our heritage, the people in our heritage, and what we've done for the community and the world. And so this kind of gives us a time dedicated to shining a spotlight on our heritage. There's not many huge holidays within like this month, but it's like many events, and I know that the Cesar Chavez Cultural Center is really good at hosting little events that kind of give more of a spotlight to this month and the work that we've done. They partner with a lot of clubs on campus that have to do with Hispanic and Latinx heritage. So it's good that they shine a light on the respective clubs, bring everyone as a community all together and invite those that aren't necessarily part or identify with the community in that's really cool too i've attended a lot of their events and they're always such a blast to go to they always have such good food that is so true what are the best ways people outside of the community can get involved and learn more about the culture and history showing up with the open-mindedness and willing to learn about our heritage one thing i really want people to understand is that we're stronger in numbers when you show up and you're telling me hey I'm interested. I want to know more. I want to learn more. I'm more than happy to stand alongside you and help you share your message or spread the word. Then that just shows that you're open-minded, you're friendly, you're welcoming. And that's exactly what we look for in our community and be willing to learn about it and share it and advocate for us because Latinos are a minority. We want so much the people that have the bigger numbers to help us and will help you in return. It's kind of just like you getting involved shows us that you're willing to help us in that sense. Exactly. I think it means a lot when that large amount of people show their interest and their gratitude towards that culture and that group of people. So you know three languages, English, Spanish, and American Sign Language, and you're currently learning Portuguese as well. What do you believe are the best ways to learn a new language? So I am a Duolingo user. Me too. My streak is broken, so I am currently unmotivated, but I'm trying to get back on it. I am teaching myself Portuguese because I have someone in my life that speaks Portuguese. I know that he feels more comfortable speaking that language around me, and he can easily understand my Spanish because they share a lot of similar word roots. I can speak it to him and he can understand me, but when he speaks it to me, it sounds like gibberish. I wanted to learn it because I wanted to be able to have that bridge, and so that's where I feel language is important is because it makes connections. When you start learning a language, you start learning about a culture and you start learning about the people and you start learning the stories and the history and sometimes it's vice versa. You learn about a culture and then you learn about the history. That's kind of how it was for me growing up watching anime. This is cool. 
I want to learn about anime. Then I started wanting to know about Japan. And then I started wanting to learn Japanese so I could know more and so I could travel. Same with the Portuguese. I've made connections. Now I want to learn this language. Same with K-pop. I listen to K-pop and I get the whole, you don't know what they're saying. How can you enjoy it? That's kind of a motivator to learn the language. I want to be able to tell people I do understand it. And that's how I connect to the music. Not only understanding the language, music transcends barriers. Language is a fraction of what makes a connection with other cultures that's really cool i agree with you completely i have a 153 day streak on duolingo i've been working hard those streak freezes are my best friends and then as soon as i lose the second one i'm like i'll come back to it later (laughs) i haven't used the streak freeze i don't know how to use them (laughs) you're stronger than me duolingo is a really efficient way of practicing but I think there are better ways to learning a language as well like watching media and consuming that just throwing yourself into it I actually know a little bit of Japanese words and phrases because I've watched a lot of anime so you kind of pick up on it after a while and I've been watching some shows of mine in Spanish with subtitles so I can translate that in my head and get used to speaking the language and hearing the language and I found that helps me a lot more than just duolingo yes it's one thing to learn the language and it's one thing to consume media in that language surround yourself with the people that speak that language practice it if you don't practice it you will lose it that is why i taught myself japanese about three times and i've lost it each time i have no one to practice with asl i'm used to practicing it because i'll include it in my daily life as interesting as it is the way i remember people's names is i have to fingerspell it the more you familiarize yourself with it the easier it's gonna get yeah exactly i am living proof that if you do not practice a language you will forget i took a full semester of asl i was so content with it i had such a fun time and then i stopped i don't remember anything i remember bits and pieces and that's just because i didn't practice at all and i don't have any friends who are hard of hearing or know asl to the extent that you do so i never had anyone to practice with and it just fell off and now i just don't know any of it and i know i say surround yourself with the people that speak i admit i'm guilty of it too it's so intimidating to surround yourself in there because you constantly doubt whether you're proficient enough to communicate with them i grew up speaking english and spanish i'm bilingual and even then when I'm talking to my tias. I'm second guessing myself. Am I conjugating this right? Am I using this in the right tense? Sometimes like I get corrected. Whenever I'm speaking Spanish and my grandma corrects me, I say eso también. That too. And my mom the other day called me out. That sounds so rude. And I'm like, no, I mean it as a joke. I'm learning. I heard you correct me. I'm going to bookmark that for next time. I'll remember. Yeah, that too. You get what I meant. Exactly. And she's like, you just sound rude. And I'm like, no, my grandma laughs every time I say it. So I think she's fine. Grandma thinks it's funny. Like, Amma laughs. She's fine. What are the points that you believe make it the most important to learn a language is it meeting with people or does it just improve your life as a whole being bilingual is like having a superpower honestly that's the way i think about it it's so beneficial especially being an educator Greeley is a big latino-based city and so i have a lot of spanish-speaking kids i have a lot of bilingual kids and i have some that prefer speaking spanish over english when it comes to the classroom i'll switch between english and spanish because one feels more comfortable being instructed in spanish and so i'll translate and one feels more comfortable in english or wants to put in the effort to speak in english it's beneficial 
special, especially when you need those children that need that extra support in either language. I feel like if I were in the position where I spoke a different language and my teacher gave me the option to choose between my native first language or the language I'm learning, that would give me so much security in my education and where I'm learning. I would feel so much more confident. That's how I know you're going to be a great teacher, though. You really care. You put your heart and soul into all your work. And I think having that language ability just adds another layer of depth and care into your work and into your teaching, into your life in general. I think that's really impressive. My reasoning whenever they ask is I want to be the teacher I never had. I feel like branching out has given me the opportunities to practice and learn the language and get more confident in myself and in my speaking. And I think that's really cool. Sometimes you just have to as as uncomfortable as it is. In your opinion, what do you believe are the most challenging things about learning a new language? Honestly, even being raised bilingual, I still struggle with slang. I learned so many new words to describe the same thing. Where did that come from? Because I've never heard that. Depending on where you're from, the vocabulary could be different. Mexico Spanish will not always be the same for every Spanish. And so that's why there's times, especially in high school when I took Spanish class, they were learning Spaniard Spanish. And I knew Mexico Spanish. An example I give every time was my teacher was like what's a lollipop and I was like oh a paleta and she's like okay well in the book it says chupa chups I've never called it that in my life it's a paleta and she's like well the book says chupa chups so we're just gonna say chupa chups I wasn't raised calling it that but if you go to Mexico no one's gonna call it that and so I told her if I wrote paleta on my test would you mark me wrong and she's like no because I'd know what you mean okay so then why does it matter if I say paleta or chupa chups well it's a paleta to us do you believe that surrounding yourself with people who speak the language or know about the culture can help you meet new people and learn about their experiences as well? Everyone has a story and if you really want to know the story and get to know the culture and why we are the way we are, why we feel the way we feel, everything, you got to put the effort to learn the language, you got to communicate, and you got to get to know them. I try to be so open-minded to receiving new information because there's so many cultures in this world and there's so much to be learned. There's so many differences but so many similarities and we won't know unless we actually take the time to get to learn it. Exactly. Putting in that extra effort and making the choice to learn the language and surround yourself with those who speak it and are confident in the language, it doesn't matter how long it takes you to learn, it shows that you're trying. And I think that's a good step. I know it's taken me a long time to learn Spanish to the extent that I know it, but I think it's aware to those around me that speak Spanish that I'm at least making an effort. Yeah. What is something about Mexican culture that you find the most pride and joy in? My language and my food. Oh my gosh, the food. <laughs> my I agree. food. First of all, the holidays are always popping. Mexican Christmas parties are always December 24th. It's not the 25th, it's 24th till midnight. And then we party till the early morning of the 25th. Then we go home, sleep, and then hang out with the family again <laughs> later in the day. Dia de los Muertos, Christmas, Thanksgiving, quinceañeras, my language and my food food so first of all the food is just like a warm hug that is the best way i can describe it it's so comforting to eat it just always feels like your home my language may be biased but everything sounds better in spanish loving sounds better in spanish music poems nursery rhymes jokes everything under the sun sounds better in spanish an example i never say i have anxiety i always say i have ansia and it's so frequent that i say that that it kind of rubbed off on my boyfriend and he even says it gave me ansias even my old roommate would say ansias it was just funny because johnny told her oh she got you to say that too and she's like yeah it just sounds better exactly do you have a favorite mexican 
Mexican food? I'm not going to say tacos because that's that's just a given. You can't go wrong with tacos. But enchiladas, albondigas, and menudo and pozole. Mm. Those are like my top four that if they are in front of me, I'm eating it and probably two to three plates of it. Have you ever had albondigas? I haven't. No? Okay, mm. I need to make some for you because it's basically meatballs, squash, carrot, and potato stew, kind of. You add some North Suiza in that. Amazing. I need to make some for you. I think I turn into a rabbit animal if birria tacos <laughs> are put in front of me. Mm. I love birria tacos. They are so good. Mm-hmm. And my mom makes really good enchiladas. They may not be the same. <laughs> If your mom or grandma made them, but they're very good. They're super good. I shall make some enchiladas one day, too. As you mentioned before, you're the current treasurer and secretary for Mass Society at UNC. Could you tell us about your roles in the club itself? So as secretary, I take notes at the meetings. Any ideas? I'm jotting it down. I'm typing. You have an idea, an event idea, you just hear it, and it's me. And I usually just jot them down so we can revisit them next time we're talking about it. And then as treasurer, I'm in charge of the funding and the budgeting. So whatever ideas you have that I'm jotting down, I'm making sure we can make it happen. This is my first time doing both. And, you know, I just really wanted to play a part in how my club is ran and making sure the ideas that we have brewing come to life. Who is able to join your club and participate in club events? Everyone. Literally everyone. So we're a student-run club. And as I mentioned before, if you're just friendly and welcoming, open-minded, willing to learn more and glad to stand alongside us, then you have a place in our club. We're trying to partner more with clubs and cultural clubs this semester, and we'll most likely be partnering again with Greek Life and the Cesar Chavez Cultural Center. Our meetings this semester are looking to be on Thursdays from 2 to 3 in the basement of the Cesar Chavez house, so if you're able to make it, you should stop by. You bet. Absolutely. How do you recommend those who are interested in joining the club can reach out to find out more? Oh, we have an Instagram and we can also be found on Bear Connect. So if you search us up, I believe it gives you the option to request joining as a member and we can just approve it. We literally have not rejected anyone. So if you if you send an application approved right away, I promise. But yeah, so we have an Instagram and we usually post about our events and we also try to shout out everyone else's events. So we'll try to shout out other clubs and organizations on campus. We have our Instagram and it is mass, M-A-S dot society dot unco so give us a follow to keep up with everything that's happening perfect thank you so much as a community taking that first step into learning something new about the world around us puts a new lens on life whether that be meeting new people celebrating a different country's holiday or watching a movie in a different language that you never would have watched otherwise learning about other cultures is a big leap we can take to discover more about the world we live in personally i can't wait to dive right in and i hope you will too gracias por escuchar el capítulo de ver en mind podcast de esta semana que tengas un gran día adios <laughs>